Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Halftime, Sixers and Raptors. Sixers 64, Raptors 55. Actually, they've just started the third quarter now. So that 11-point lead trimmed down to that nine-point advantage that we just gave you there. We'll keep you updated. Series tied one game apiece. This promised on into the program comes Carter Bryant, host of the Carter Bryant Show. In South Arkansas on 107.1 FM, 1400 AM. And, of course, a stand-up comedian and friend of the program. He's on just about every week. And uh, Carter, look, uh, good to talk to you again today. Who's doing your show this afternoon? You're doing mine. There's double dipping today, bro. Yeah, heck yeah, man. I, I'm loving life, enjoying watching some NBA playoff basketball. And, you know, one of my favorite things in the world is doing laundry, man. And I'm dude, I'm so bad. <laughs> That can't, that can't be true. I can't be true. I do. I'm so I'm so bad. Like I, I I just can't do it. And it sucks because you know I, I'm on the road. I'm going to Fayetteville, Arkansas to do some shows this weekend. But uh, man, dude, I I just can't I can't do it. Uh, it. There's something about the detergent and whatnot. But okay, wait, wait, Ed, we got we got to we got to stop right there. When you say you can't do laundry, you got to explain exactly what the hang-up is here because I'm very, I'm very confused. I'm very confused. Okay, so I, I'm so used to having just women in my life, whether it's my mom, my auntie, a dorm mate, roommate, or whatnot, help me with the laundry. I can't figure it out. Like, I am the least practical person. Like, I, I've, I, I can't turn on a lawnmower. I can't, I, do, I can't do anything. I don't know how to change a tire. And my biggest fear is that like, I have to end my radio show and drive five hours. And right when I get to the venue tomorrow night, um, I got to go straight on stage. Like I'll probably have like 10 or 15 minutes and uh, got to go walk right in and just, just do it. And that's one of my biggest fears. It's like if I blow a tire, I, I'm screwed. I got to say, triple A, triple A, come on, come at me. So I think I, I – I struggle with all the small practicalities of life. So I really do. All, all that, I can do is talk into microphones. That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, you do do that in multiple ways. So, like, the worst-case scenario for you would be in dirty clothes, in your car, on your way to, I don't know, help your girlfriend mow her lawn or something, and then you get a flat tire. Yeah. Like, the, the world's ending at that point? That, that That's it. That's it. I, I am I am not at all practical whatsoever. Hey, can, can I say one thing, though, Seth, before we get, before yeah. we get going? Um I am a big supporter of journalism, and I've subscribed to all these different papers. Uh, my dad is the same way, and I, and I'm, I don't know if you addressed it yet or not on your show, but what happened today with obviously the Times for Cune and whatnot and Noah.com, a lot of good people lost their jobs today, and some of those people are my friends. A lot of those people, Seth, were people that I shared uh, the the Manship School of Mass Communication. I watch these really talented people work their way up and get jobs in their home city of New Orleans. That, and whether it was uh, Chelsea Braston or Luke Johnson or Amy Just, I mean, those are just three of the the many talented reporters. And I, I don't know Amy personally, but 
Uh, the other two are friends of mine. It, it just sucks. And what we do, it, it's scarce. It's tough. Uh, any kind of sports media, just always know that if you're a fan of Seth or if you're a fan of anything else, this is a very fickle, tough industry and a lot of really good, talented people that work their tails off lost their jobs today. I know they're all going to land on their feet, but we're just seeing this everywhere, Seth, and, and, and it's really sad. And I was really devastated because you know, I grew up, the Times for Kino was such a big paper for me. And Carter actually opened the show with that. I did about a, you yeah, know, ten, yeah, a ten, yeah. I did I actually did ten minutes on that, and it it hit me hard as well. I, I didn't go to LSU like you, uh, so I don't have the long time connections with these guys. If I do, and gals, if I do, they're they're more recent. But it's it's just a sobering reminder of how kind of the consolidation of of the industry that that we're in. And I know you know nobody's gonna cry us a river here. Um, everybody who's listening, everybody who has, you know, yeah. real and more important jobs than talking sports or whatever uh, on the radio. But there's a lot of people affected by this. And, um, you know, whether it's, you know, Andrew Lopez or, or Katzenstein or Duncan or Amy Just or Luke Johnson or whoever it is, and, and not just the sports side, but, you know, the journalistic side yeah. of this, you know. Um, I was telling a story that outside of maybe listening to scratchy Seattle Mariners radio broadcast when I was super young and kind of sneaking in my room and turn on the radio as not wasn't supposed to be up. The reason that I am where I am was kind of grabbing the the paper from my dad and you know grabbing the sports section because he wasn't really a sports guy, so he didn't really care. And then going into my room and you know and reading that and knowing that that's kind of going away. Yeah, it's sad. Man. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's just it's it, it, it's sad. Yeah, and on top of that, we see the news this week. ESPN, the magazine, is going to quit their, their, their printing model. So, man, dude, it, it's, it's, it's scary. Like, we don't know. Um, and, and it's different for us because our industry, lucky enough, is still thriving. Yeah. But, um, I mean, sports radio around the country is actually doing pretty well. But, it's, I mean, you just never really know. Like, all those people that I just mentioned, all those people you just mentioned, very successful, award-winning writers that work their tails off and then it does become a numbers game because you know we retweeted a thousand times and all your land on your feet i know i just said that a minute ago there's only so many of these we can actually handle so it's good it's going to be interesting to see how the model shifts i know a lot of people just want to hear us talk about sports so we'll get the lsu stuff but my, my final thoughts on this is for people out there support journalism that really moves you and a lot of the work that the Jeff Duncans and I, and Luke Johnson's a, a good friend of mine, a former Marine, a really good writer. Um, a, a lot of the work that they did, I mean, they, they worked so hard to do. Just any writer that you support, follow them on Twitter, follow them on Instagram, tweet out their articles, uh, click on their articles and, and show support for those people because it is such a tough industry and we don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, no doubt about it. Talking to Carter Bryan at Carter the Power on Twitter, let's sit on this NBA game that uh, you told Logan you were you were watching, and, and I got to be honest, yeah. I'm stunned here that the Sixers the last couple of games have handled the Raptors like this. I watched Game One, and I thought this series would always go six or seven games, but the way the Sixers now are handling the Raptors, I got to wonder if the Sixers aren't just going to win this uh, in five or six. So here's something that you always can figure out in the NBA, and and this is a big problem the NBA has. It's that the regular season in the National Basketball Association is so drastically different than the postseason. 
There is no sport that we have that I can even think of, Seth, that really changes as much as the NBA. Now, people can say hockey, but really the NBA changes because the refereeing is just so different. Everybody's playing hard the whole time. The referees can see it, and that's part of the reason why they don't call as many fouls. Well, look at the teams and look at the players in this round, said that really rely on the whistle. James Harden's one of those guys. Chris Paul, both players rely heavily on manipulating referees. Well, you see, they're struggling against these teams that are better than them and more athletic than them, and they're not getting those whistles. That's why you see them complaining so much about it. And another guy in this series in particular is Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry has not had a good series, and that's because he's a flopper. He manipulates a whistle. He's drawn more offensive fouls than any other player in the NBA this year, and that's because he flops a lot, and that's because he draws contact. You don't get these whistles in these uh, back-and-forth, punch-each-other-out kind of playoff games. So those things really hurt players like him, and that's why uh, people like Kawhi Leonard's having to carry so much of the load. Yeah, it's a little James Harden light, what's going on there with Lowry in Toronto. You know, we talked to LSU on your program today a lot, and then uh, and you were the first person, and you and I were the first like conversation I had about this today. And then it got me to thinking not about Will Wade necessarily, at least directly, but about as Scott Woodward and his now responsibility to manage this situation. And Scott Woodward has all the political capital and cachet in the world. We're going to get into this more next hour. But after I talked to you about this, I had lunch with some people, uh, both LSU fans or LSU grads. And then I was on television tonight having a big conversation about this with uh, Eric Asher and Andrew Doak. That do you believe or do you think – that LSU fans, let's say Scott Woodward decides he has to fire Will Wade. Even, and I know you and I have been on opposite sides of this, but even the most ardent Will Wade supporters, the free Will Wade crowd, do you believe that they trust Scott Woodward enough that if he decides he has to make that move, that they would support him in that? Yes, they will. Woodward has so much support with LSU brass, and he's new. Obviously, he's very popular, and the number one thing Scott Woodward has going in his favor is that he is not Joe Oliva, and that's obviously LSU's number one punching bag over the years. So, yeah, let's say it does get to that situation where Scott Woodward does fire Will Wade. Let's just say that does happen. Here's something else that we tend to forget. Now, this Will Wade story is very fresh. It's new. It's right here. But the heat of LSU baseball season coming around the corner and LSU football is about to take all of this over. Remember LSU basketball is third on the totem pole and losing a coach and making a decision to to fire Will Wade. Yeah. It's going to jar a lot of LSU fans. Yeah. It's going to make them angry because LSU basketball finally got good again, but this is not a basketball school. So if Todd Woodward decides to fire uh, a coach like Will Wade, I don't think the repercussions of that is going to be as bad as people think. Just because the story's been so juicy doesn't mean that as many LSU fans as we probably think actually care about LSU basketball. So I think if it does come down to it, I do think he could make that decision and be just fine. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the better LSU news is the recruiting going on right now with Coach O and, and this football program, number one recruiting class in 2020, and it just continues to get better. It seemed like every single day, Carter. You've got to be impressed with this, right? Yes. So here's one thing LSU fans should take away. It's not that I'm saying that they will win a national championship, 
but they can. They're in the vicinity. And last year's roster was not there. This year's roster upcoming, and if you keep the number one recruiting class and you keep an aggregate recruiting ranking around the top five range, which if LSU has the number one class, they're definitely going to be in a top five aggregate recruiting ranking over the last four years, then they are right in the mix to win a playoff. It doesn't matter if you actually believe in Ed Orgeron taking you to that next level and taking you to a college football playoff. There's so many variables that, that has to go your way whenever you're actually coaching games. That's a different story for a different day. But when it comes down to raw talent, LSU, if this 2020 recruiting class comes through, they're going to have enough raw talent to actually go to college football playoffs and to actually win national championships. And I'm not saying they're going to win it next year. I'm not going to say they're going to win it the year after that. But if you recruit this well, it doesn't matter how how much you may not believe in Ed Orgeron as a big-time coach. He is recruiting at a good enough level, not only in Louisiana, but obviously we've seen uh, uh, the, the, the Ricks kid, uh, the number one corner in the country out of California, uh, the linebacker out of Virginia. He's recruiting around the country at this level. That's good enough to eventually win a college football playoff. It's, it's impressive. Coach O's impressive, man, right now. He's got it rolling. Um, I understand that you've got a couple of uh, comedy shows you're doing, including one in New York, Carter. I mean, that's big time. Oh, man, it's not as big as it sounds, man. There's a gazillion comedians in New York City, and there's a gazillion working around the world that are way better than this than, than I will ever be. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm getting to go to New York in the end of June, and that's fantastic. Anytime you get asked to go up there, it's an opportunity you have to take. And I'm really looking forward to it, man, and seeing hopefully some of my comedy friends along the way that I've made in New York City. And it, it's strange, though. Like, when you go up to New York and you're on lineups with really good comics, I remember I was at Broadway Comedy Club, Seth, and this pro, I don't even remember his name, been doing it in 20 years, just killed. I go up there and just bomb i mean just just eat it i did the same five minute sets to two two hours before right down the road at a different comedy club it killed went right down the road and it i mean my i mean it was that level of a bomb and and i i just ate it and you just gotta gotta keep moving on man it's it's one of those things you gotta have a short memory you gotta have a nfl cornerback memory and 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 uh, that that makes this industry so much fun. Yeah, you know, I, I am curious about the industry. Is is New York the place that you know, if you're an aspiring you know full time stand up comic, that you go? And I I don't know an analogy that I have in my life other than you know when I when I wanted to really give poker that full time shot, um, you know, I had to had to move to Vegas. It went really well right. for me. I just wanted to get back into this industry, so I did. But I knew you know if I really wanted to give it that that actual shot, I had to go there. Is that kind of the same with with comedy up in New York? Yeah, and so. I actually had this advice given to me recently by my personally my my favorite comedian and everyone should stop what they're doing and I can go check him out. Roy Wood Jr. Oh, yeah. I, I love oh, him. Yeah. And I uh, recently had him on one of my shows and he said, you got to move to one of the coasts. You got to go to New York or LA. And I do agree with him to an, to an extent, but comedy scenes, including in New Orleans, uh, in, including in Nashville, San Diego, Chicago's always been a big comedy city, Atlanta, you know, you can because the industry is, is flattening itself out and movie scenes and whatnot are getting shot all over, you can go to one of these different scenes, Dallas, Austin, whatnot, 
get really good and, and take yourself to the next level. But I do agree you eventually do have to go to showcases in New York or L.A. The problem is when do you make that move? When do you know if you're good enough to, to last with these comics? And I can tell you this, set in front of you, hundreds of thousands of listeners that may be listening, <laughs> I am not at that level just yet. I'll give you a good 25, 30, but no, I'm not going to be – I'm not going to kill from, from front to back like Stephen Wright or, or Red Fox just yet. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, bro, uh, I certainly hope you kill it. And I know we'll be talking about it uh, very soon. Carter, always appreciate the chats, man. We'll do it again next week. Yeah, we'll talk next week, man. All right. Carter Bryant, host of the Carter Bryant Show on 1071 FM and 1400 AM in South Arkansas. And you got to follow him on Twitter at Carter the Power. We'll take a break. We'll update our opinion poll, update the NBA and NHL playoffs. Next hour, we've got Pelicans and LSU to talk about. It's the last lap on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.